You're listening to a very moody sports show brought to you by Moody and Sons Electrical. Call for any electrical needs at 478-4328, area code 864. And follow us on Twitter, Instagram, at Moody Sports Page, and follow and subscribe to our YouTube channel at Moody Sports Page on YouTube. Thanks for the support. The engineering degree, and he's 23 years old. Thompson, <laughs> 23-year-old engineer living in Austin, Texas. The first time I've heard of this. I didn't know about it, but... Zach, how's it going? Um, pretty well. I mean, all things considered. Yeah. Uh, I'm Daniel Moody. He's Zach Whittington. Sports. It's a very Moody sports show. There's lots of sports to talk about, Zach. Yeah. Lots of Is sports. There? I mean... I heard a funny conversation what you got? on a pod. <laughs> if you showed me the Major League Baseball All-Star team from this year, or last year, or even quite frankly, the last five years, I couldn't name. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, identifying a lineup is the thing because I don't know what any baseball players look like. Because I don't, you don't pay attention to baseball at all, right? Uh, not very in depth. So, no. No. All right. I <laughs> mean, baseball. it's a regional thing. It's baseball. It's, uh, I heard another podcast called The Braves America's Team at one point, which surprised me. I never, I didn't know that. But then, uh, yeah. They, they were on like TBS all the time. Yeah, back in the day. That was like back when my grandma, great grandma, I mean, would be watching because... it. I'd be sitting there like, Scotty would be, Scotty, this is where Scotty's like hate of baseball was born, was the TBS America team, uh, America's team Braves. So the Braves sucked when I became conscious. So, I mean, I hopped in on the, the low and, Okay, listen, born right after that high of yeah, exactly. uh, World Series in 95. I guess we were technically alive for it. So I was not. I was 96. Well, I was I mean, not there. I'm saying, I, mean, I don't mean be. the championship itself. Oh, yeah. I'm talking about the, dude, I was December 18th. I, I'm two weeks in the 95. I'll claim the hell out of 95. Claim the hell out of it, man. the hell out of 95. I love that year. But uh, <laughs> um, anyways... <laughs> I'm saying we were alive for the tail end of the Braves' glory years, is yep. what I'm saying. But, uh, forgot how I got here. But 95, Panthers were founded in 95. Okay. okay. And we have a new coach. Yep, the Carolina Panthers have a new coach. So, like, the question, Zach, Frank Wright hired head coach of the Carolina Panthers. Was the previous coach of the uh, Indianapolis Colts. Yep. Is this like a good hire? I don't like. I I so saw he, it. You know he's the original quarterback, right? This is what like first everybody is preaching for, for the Panthers. Uh, he was a uh, first touchdown thrown for the Panthers. He's his brother coaches at a local college football, and I mean he's got heavy ties to the community. And let's be honest, Panthers not a very attractive job right now. We don't even have a super high draft pick because we finished the season well. And your team's kind of gutted. No quarterback. No, no quarter. I mean, they got multiple quarterbacks, which in turn, means you yeah, have San Francisco many. knows this very well. Yeah, you can have as many as you want. They're all going to get hurt. All hurt. All going to get no hurt. Quarterbacks. And that means you have no quarterbacks. Exactly. If you don't have a, you know, one of the top tier quarterbacks, you don't have a quarterback in reality. Yeah, but, but bring Lamar Jackson on down. We'll see what happens. But uh, Frank Wright, um, pretty cool. I don't know if you cross paths with this guy, but this guy I went to middle school with, his name's Matt, and he uh, he went to Missouri for broadcasting school or mm-hmm. journalism, and then he worked, he interned with ESPN, but now he's back and he's a Greenville local sportscaster. Okay. And I like went to middle school with this guy. We we're pretty good friends, and uh, he went to the Panthers press conference for Frank Wright, like he was on assignment there, and uh, he did it on his story and stuff. Like he'll uh. And National Signing Day was this weekend. He was doing some stuff like that. So it's, uh, it's just cool to see the behind-the-scenes of, like, a newscaster attending these events exclusively yeah. and stuff. And shout-out. Uh, I think he'll probably born 95. No, uh, 95, maybe. <laughs> shout-out. Um, but, yeah, that's. I think it's... Didn't the, didn't the Colts suck under this guy? The Colts were <laughs> not terrible. The Colts were so bad. I don't know anything about Frank Wright and besides Colts what you just heard. And Colts were... Uh, Frank Wright wanted, like, Frank Wright brought in Matt Ryan as, like, the fix to the problem this past year. Awful decision. Like, 
I don't know, man. I feel like this is not a great hire exactly. I just don't know if if this is exactly going to result. I mean, there was a lot of locker room clamoring for Steve Wilkes, who went 6-6 six and six as a, a coach, which, I mean, it's not bad considering uh, the team was gutted. But at the same time, I don't know. Oh, well, I just think, like you said, they have no, hard they have no draft picks. Like the team does not have any like l- good draft picks at this current time, and so it just doesn't seem like the best move overall. Um, a couple more coaching hires. You saw the Texans fill uh, their vacancy with D'Amico uh, Ryan's. And he was a previous coordinator, defensive for the coordinator for the 49ers, who uh, lost in the NFC Championship this past weekend. But he, the defense for the Niners was fantastic. He filled in. He took the mantle up after Robert Sala took the Jets' job. Um, so, but you see the Texans uh, going, and that was a minority hire. Um, so that is. That's something that actually I think you're seeing as like uh, the draft picks that they can that you get uh, as a you know a team that can have a coordinator or whatnot head on to a head coaching career. Um, so this is something that you're seeing with like the Niners sort of needing those draft picks, needing an extra draft pick this year, finishing in the uh, finishing high in the playoffs in the NFC Championship. This gives them an extra draft pick, so it's beneficial for both the 49ers. But also, you know, I think the Texans probably are getting a good coach and uh, going into a situation where at least defensively that, you know, you definitely have some good defensive players there in the Texans. Uh, so so bouncing off this D'Amico Ryan's hire, which you mentioned as a min- minority hire, I don't know how deep you want to get in this race conversation, but uh, you, you said it. I was just <laughs> thinking it, you said it. Um, what you know about Eric Bieniemy? Eric Bieniemy, the offensive coordinator for the uh, Chiefs, who probably in the past two coaching cycles, I think has been snubbed for definitely snubbed for a head coaching career. Because I, mean, I mean, I hear you. So, um, the word on the street with Bieniemy is he's been the hottest candidate for years, like you said. He hasn't got a head coaching job, and. Uh, Everyone always asks, like, why is this guy not getting a chance when guys like Frank Wright, who me and you admittedly, we just remember him as sucking, got the Panthers job, and the enemy still the coordinator on the Chiefs. Um, I mean, just a couple for like for quick observations for me. I mean, I learned today that he's got some type of domestic abuse in his past, so that may be uh, holding him back. There's this narrative that he's a bad interviewer and shows up unprepared. So, I mean... These are just shit I see on social media. So, I mean, I'm just I'm just painting the narrative here. But, yeah, that's... But uh, my quick observations are, I mean, you got D'Amico Ryan's getting hired, who hadn't even been a coach that long because he was just a player. And he's going back to his former team playing the Texans. And that's a bad situation, first off. I mean, that's Texans not a good are team. not very good. They're going to so, have a high draft. So, he's got least. a six-year contract with D'Amico Ryan's. I mean, is he going to see it through the end if they actually suck on year three or four? You know, I mean, that's what we're talking about especially with the narrative of getting rid of black coaches quicker than you're getting rid of other coaches. They're setting them, setting them up to fail. I should That's say. fair. That but, is um, a fair point. Back to the enemy. Is there not a chance that he just wants to ride this dynasty? He's got one of the best quarterbacks ever. He's got Andy Reid calling plays for him. That's what I hear as well. Andy Reid's the play caller. So the enemy's interviewing for all these head coaching positions. And he didn't even call the plays for the chiefs during this alleged run, but also, well, he's definitely involved. You don't in, need to call plays to be head coach. No, he's definitely and he's involved in the offense for sure. But I think another thing to note is like there has been noted like times where there's been strife between him and Patrick Mahomes, and so like that could be a thing. And like you said, if he's not coming to interviews prepared and stuff, they and like there's fine hairs being split when you're hiring and these coaches. he could coaches. also want a certain job. He might not want one of the worst three jobs in the world. And that's true, too. If he's only getting interviewed for, like, the worst job. Want to be a head coach. He may not want it. But I feel like, I think the enemy has wanted the head coaching job. And I think this past year, 
there's just been so many vacancies the past couple of years that I feel like he really did just not get the opportunity. And it's because you see it consistently, where like the NFL does it, college football does it. I mean, it, I get it. And then NBA Ryan's does, is... You're going to rehire the same people that are always getting hired, the same old coaches, just because they have some proven record at some point, you know? Like, so, but there's guys getting getting hired who are not proven. But the two examples I have in mind, unfortunately, are former players of that organization. Jeff Saturday's probably going to get the job. And also with D'Amico Ryans, former great player for the Texans. So they have that maybe over being me going to one of these places and getting a head coaching job. But the problem here is, the narrative is the enemy's not getting a job because he's black. And you got Demigo Ryan's getting a job. There's other black coaches in the NFL. I mean, maybe he literally is a bad interview. It is possible he's a bad yeah, interview. I was about to say, it is possible. <laughs> it's, like it, said, it's possible it's not because he's black. <laughs> well, and it's possible, too, that he... I'm not dismissing it, but I'm just saying. Well, it's it, possible, too. Like you said, if he's not calling plays, like... He's not bringing as much to a table as what like everybody as all the na- yeah narratives that's going to be painted by like oh it's the offensive coordinator for the char the Chiefs who are the greatest offense we've ever seen in the NFL and look at Patrick Mahomes and he's done it without Tyreek Hill now and you know and like that's another that's a that's a key point too is like he enemy and Andy Reid together have been able to, with Patrick Mahomes, manage a team this year that did not have, like, a star receiver outside of Travis Kelsey, obviously. Um, but, like... Is Juju not a star? Juju is, but, like, Juju was a falling star. Like, Juju was, like... He's a all, TikTok star. He, he was TikTok. He was, he was just not, like, the back half of his, like, you know, end of the career with the, with the Steelers was not great. He came to the Chiefs as, like, a bit of a of a you know steal because like they didn't need to give up a lot to get him um and it was a small contract i'm, not, I'm just kidding so, Juju's not a yeah star. so juju he's a name and like he's a name and like that's a thing is, you have you have hit that tony Kadarius tony and like there's a lot of names on that team but i still don't think they're like fantastic receivers Stanley. and like they were all so, 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 injured this past I bet, game i bet on valdez stanley and i bet on tony uh, i bet on a few people because I'm gambling. <laughs> Gambling's that. So I've never gambled on sports in my life, but uh, I was in a area in which it was legal for me to sports gamble because, you know. Because you crossed the state line as arbitrarily drawn on yes. a map. Those map makers. That, that shit's they wild. like making rules. That shit's wild. But uh, anyways, uh, so, so I've gotten into the world of sports betting, which, you know, a lot of these networks, ESPN, Fox, uh podcasts that are sponsored by different betting platforms they make shows centered around sports betting and i've never cared about these shows like lock it in was a show on fox there used there's an espn show that would come on and they talk sports betting. and even when all the other shows talk the lines it took me forever to understand what getting seven and a half points means seven and a half negative seven and a half plus seven and a half that shit did not click for me as a kid because i'm like what are these why do we represent it this way because i'm just like I'm watching it purely as sports, but yeah. now I might have to argue that gambling makes it even more pure. I made a bet on the Sacramento Kings, and I have never cared more at 10.30 at night about the Sacramento Kings in my life. My life. I have never watched a Kings-Suns game so intently in my life, and I'm cheering for this player to make this, this player to miss this, get that rebound. Every single second of the action. I'm, it makes all the game. It gives you a dog in the fight oh all the gosh. time. And having a dog in the fight is great. Oh, my gosh. But injuries in football. So, I, I think I'm going to like games, betting them as football season comes to a close. I mean, we'll even see how much I do this. I'm probably going to keep doing it. Uh, <laughs> I've made a couple football bets that were looking amazing. Everyone got hurt. Tony got hurt. Uh, Tyler Boyd got hurt. Um... Pretty much everybody I bet got hurt. Oh, everyone. The past weekend, so we get, I guess. I we, did win one. I'll so, well, one other coaching hire before we get into the championship games. The Broncos did hire Sean Payton. Oh, wow. That is big news for The Colorado. head coach of the Broncos. Uh, and Russell Wilson and Sean Payton's going to be a little duo up in Colorado, Denver. See how that goes. But 
Uh, NFC uh, Championship was the early game. Brock Purdy, I think it was like the second drive for the Niners, gets hit in the elbow when he's throwing and loses feeling in his fingers. What was it, a torn QCL? It's a torn PCL, I think. QCL. QCL. Yeah, QCL or something like that. Just because Brock Purdy hurt his elbow, I just have to say it. I'm going to say it. I do not care that you hurt your elbow, Brock Purdy. You know that you know that famous video? I'll send it to you. I'm sorry. Okay. I'm sorry. But <laughs> uh, I don't care if you hurt your elbow. I'll send it to you. Dude. But, um, I mean, the game would be completely different because they had zero. I thought Josh Johnson was going to be fine until he got hurt, too. Josh Johnson, oh, and he, dude, when he went down, I immediately knew because his, he got the, he his got head snapped back. Yeah, I got the two effect when he got head snapped back at the turf. So, yeah, Josh Johnson goes out with a concussion. And, like, they literally put Brock Purdy out there, and uh, I saw a stat. Dude. He was three for three at the start of the drive. They ran the ball eight times, threw the ball once, and he went four for four for 22 yards total. So, really this. You're going into the NFC Championship. You've already lost two quarterbacks for the year. You sign a Josh Johnson, so you have a a backup there. And then, uh, what the hell are you doing without a third string quarterback? What the absolute two tone f word are you doing without a third string quarterback, dude? Well, I would contend it wouldn't have helped them, Zach. Bullshit. Josh Johnson went into so the, Josh this, Johnson had a couple bad passes, but he had a no, beautiful but, out route. He, he that game was close enough that they had a functioning quarterback. That's all they had this year was a functioning quarterback. Brock Purdy, his numbers aren't that great besides a couple. I mean, the wins obviously, but he's got big wins. Right, but like he did. I was screaming in my TV, put Christian McCaffrey in quarterback. At least he can be a threat because Brock Purdy knew it was a run play. Oh, I mean, Christian McCaffrey threw a bomb out of the back of the end zone. I'm talking line, I'm talking deep. He just obviously doesn't know the plays because I'm talking line him up under center. But, because if he would have been in the shotgun every play running Wildcat, or how do you not have a third string quarterback? How do you not bring somebody off the street? Was it too late to sign somebody? It could have been, but I th- so the problem too is though it's not that Josh Johnson looked bad, but like their offense, so the offense with San Francisco of Kyle Shanahan that is so complex. There's always motion happening before the play that you have to get somebody lined up in the appropriate spot to move across in the appropriate manner. Otherwise, you're going to get a penalty for you know illegal motion or whatever those random penalties that I don't understand because like. It seems like you could call it on every play. Then they don't call it on every legal formations. Legal formation on the line. And like, and dude, I don't understand that shit. So I it, it, I'm just saying, it don't make sense. Like they literally throw it, and then the next play will do the same thing, and they don't throw it. So as a as an ex, uh, I, I played guard mostly in high school. Like when I actually played, I played guard. I didn't have to worry about where who how many people are lined up on the line screen because every single play. You I was lined up on the line. The center literally started it. I would line up maybe a half. My left foot, I played a lot of right guard. Um, I played left. Here's the thing. You move played around. Played all over. Offensive line, you guys move around. You, you shuffle dinged up. in and out. Like Your center gets hurt for a little bit. They literally look around and like, who snapped before? I'm like, I snapped before. And then they you move over. It's no big deal. It's how it goes. They blow the whistle, you hit the guy in front of you. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> so if if his like right foot is uh, lined up, I would probably put my left foot. My toes would be right where his heel was. Yep. And then accordingly, that's where the tackle would be too. So we're all actually not on the line of scrimmage. So we're making make a, it even make a little confusing. like a bird shape. We're making of we're making the bird like, formation. You know, a B two bomber, a stealth bomber, that like yep. triangle. See, I was thinking like a bird formation flying south. Same thing. Same premise. So I think those uh, bombers were modeled after. Why? <laughs> anyways, but it flies like a bird. The most flies, optimum. They all fly like birds. Worlds. Anyways, but anyways, uh, so and then the receivers, like I think it's seven people on the line of scrimmage have to be on the line of scrimmage, mm-hmm. and uh, it's all, and that's why you see the receiver look at the ref. Point. Every play. He, he says, says I'm, I'm on. Pointing on a podcast, but he'll point. Nice to the guy's like, I'm good. I'm on the line, and then a, a douchebag ref might not. He might not tell you, or you line up like a half inch back, and you're like, Oh, I'm good. And you should be good in the rest of the And then he lets you snap the ball, and then he throws a flag. Well, look at me, Louie. I mean, he literally could win you point, and he could be like, nah, it's not good enough. And then you could step up, but he's like, no, I'm just going to wait. I think. And then I'm going to throw the flag. I've never played receiver, but I bet there's refs that are like, I'm not stepping in. 
that's uh, anyways. <laughs> but yeah, so like there's the 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 Niners offense is so complex under Kyle Shanahan that like Josh Johnson is sitting there with three seconds left on the play clock, going, I can't hear you. Like he can't. He has no idea. I thought that was a helmet they, off. They, dude, they had no. He had no idea what to do on the offense. Did so you see him? You bring on a that? third dude in that doesn't understand the offense. He's gonna be out there. He's like, God, what's happening? Did you see? Uh, did you see them rigging up a new helmet for McCaffrey? They were putting a helmet. Yeah, because they had to switch in. out of the. They had to switch. Well, they were over. planning on putting them in at quarterbacks. They were giving them the play call helmet where you can hear the coach call the plays in the yeah. helmet. But because uh, that's what I thought happened to Josh, I thought his speaker messed no, up. No, they said like he was not like covering. Probably loud, he was the, it was loud, but like he's not covering his ear, like the ear holes, like like because you see the quarterbacks will be on up, covering up so they can hear. Because like that's how you combat the loudness, and this just like those are the little things where like Josh Johnson, they weren't going to win the game even if he stayed healthy. Because, like, they wouldn't have been able to complete drives without penalties. But the Eagles didn't look that good. All the, Eagles looked horrid. And, like, I'm a guy that was... a 40-yard uh, incomplete pass counted as a pass, too, to set up the first touchdown. They really I did. I mean, they eventually scored more, but... And I do think... I think they're if They're playing the, against the team with no I think I think there's something to be said for, like, the Niners coaching staff and, like, may, uh, somebody's got to be like, dude, y'all got to, like, throw a challenge flag on that. Like, there's just somebody's got to do it. Because, like, the next drive, they're down so oh, – the Eagles well, go I down. Think, I think with that catch specifically, because it was amazing. It was, it was a great catch. I but, think everyone – he snagged it so much in the air and controlled it so much that we were all like there was – it didn't look like a drop. Until no. that second play after they called. And they ran up quick. They did their They thing. ran up and they did it right. But that's the thing is that's where like your coaching staff needs to be like, y'all need to take a timeout or something needs to happen right there. Because like the next drive, the Niners first drive, the Eagles go out, throw a challenge flag and it flips the play and they have to punt the ball. They don't score. Now they're down 14, nothing Brock Purdy hurt on the next drive. Like they were done. That was that game was done in the first five minutes of the game play. Yep. So that uh, the Eagles move on. I still think I think they looked bad and they scored like I said in the end of the game scored thirty one. I think they they are that team is a very good football team. I think that is one of the that is the best football team in the NFL this year. We'll see. Patrick Mahomes pretty wild. They're gonna have to get healthy, man. They have nobody. He was throwing the ball to me. In the end of the game. Valdez Stanley, I bet on him because I knew. But, yeah, Chiefs beat the Bengals. That was a... I, I actually didn't watch the end of that game. I watched... I didn't see the end of the game. I did, obviously. There was the big hit on Patrick Mahomes that was thrown out of... You know, it was an out-of-bounds hit, late hit, and so the penalty pushes the Chiefs up for a easy field goal to win the game, 23-20. Um, I did see... Patrick Mahomes, dude, he was running on that bad ankle, and it looked like he, you could tell the drugs or whatever he, you know, whatever what he had done to help the ankle had worn off, and the ankle is now hurting him because he was hobbling for that first down marker, and he got there. And people are saying that, like, he was hit ridiculously far out of bounds. Go back and, like, Go to, like, Twitter. You can find photos. That man is, like, his foot is, like, an inch out of bounds when he's getting touched by the defensive end. I can't remember the defensive end's name right now. But, like, people were freaking out about, oh, my God, he's, like, 30 feet out of bounds. I'm like, dude, he was right there, like a bang-bang play. Here's the thing. Even if you are 30 feet out of bounds, I'll push the shit out of you. Patrick. It's a bang-bang play, I'm getting man. this flag, like, I'm going to get my money for it. And, like, I do understand the ref throwing the flag, legit flag, like you're supposed to throw the flag, and, like, all that's appropriate. But, like, people freaking out about, like, this game and this flag. I'm like, dude, do you – how many times has this happened all the – like, we literally do this all the time. You made me think of this with uh, 30 feet out of bounds. you ever play NFL Blitz? No, I didn't games. have the NFL so blitz, it was, unfortunately. Uh, it was just like after the play was when the game started. Yeah. Like, so you tackle the guy, but then the play starts. You can tackle the whole team. You could run to the bench, dive, hit the bench, the whole <laughs> bench would flip over, and all the players would fly. 
The fun stuff. Yeah, I mean, that's what I have. 30 feet out of bounds, I'm getting that flag. They get, I mean, it's just, yeah. And, like, I, I think back, what was the Rams-Saints game, where it was the complete obvious uh, pass interference call that and they did there's an obvious do. call in the NBA we need to talk about. Like, yeah, we'll get there. And there's even a statement from the NBA ref saying, we're Whoops. sorry. Whoops. Whoops. We're Whoops. sorry. So, and Yeah. I don't think that game comes down to that play. Uh, like, obviously, that's a massive play. And, like, probably you would make the field goal either way. It's like a, you know, 15-yard difference, I guess, is pretty big. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that – I don't think that is, like, the decision-maker of that game. I felt like You're the Bengals should have been able to put that game away. The Chiefs had no receivers. Patrick Mahomes was beat the hell up. They weren't really running the ball either. They I didn't mean, run the ball. They forget to run the ball. He had many yards. He had more receiving yards, I thought. But uh, Pacheco, how do you say it? Uh, uh, Pacheco. No, yeah. Sure. But uh, we got a Super Bowl. Mm-hmm. Super yeah. Bowl, Chiefs, Eagles. Uh, is that? What do you do? Ah, uh, you know, be chilling, hanging out. What are we, Fe- February 10th? Is that it? February? This weekend off. It'll be next weekend. February 12th, I think it is. I think it's the 12th of sure. February. Uh, Super Bowl next. The Pro Bowl happening. Pro Bowl activities have started. I wasn't invited. Uh, you know who did get his invite? Old Derek Carr managed an invite, even though he's not currently playing on a football team. Well, he's a good player. He's, I mean, he's just not. He's going to be a quarterback somewhere, but like the fact he's playing for an AFC Pro Bowl team and he's not in the AFC, he's nowhere. Should you put the All-Star game in the middle of the season then? I think, I just think, I, I swear, I swear that that invitation was not supposed to go in the mail. Somebody in the NFL offices forgot to pull that out of the stack when they put it or in Or it's the like mail. the end of the day and you see the stack of letters and you're like there and you're like, I don't have the energy to. It's like, I just this. don't even have oh, the time. That, it's like, did I take Derek Cardinal out of here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, uh, he was confident. And he just opened the drawer. He threw the letters. Yeah, he was confident. He threw it. So we have food. we have the Pro Bowl invitation being sent out by one employee who goes to the post office. Yeah, no, like that he's was... going, he's going there. He's opening that blue thing. He drops it in, and you know, he's, he's like, I the stamp himself and putting it on the letter. Folder. Oh yeah, a little, a little football on the stamp, Slide obviously. Coming your way. Um. Yeah, I think that's about Snail all. What, who is going to win the Super Bowl, Zach? Who's your Super Bowl winner? I'm an Eagles guy. The Chiefs. This e- all right, so Eagles Chief. You excited for the halftime show? Rihanna? Don't care. <laughs> Me neither, man. People are... What, do you know any Rihanna songs? I don't oh, know I a lot of them. I don't... Dude, that's the one Andy hit me with. I was like, hey, I don't know. That's the original classic. I don't know. That's Andy. a breakthrough. Love the way you lie. We might have back-to-back years at Eminem at the Super Bowl. Her Two of her top songs... Are with Eminem. Are two of her top number ones. So maybe we do get another Slim Shady at the Super Bowl. Ella, Ella, hey. What are the other... uh... Andy hit me with Disturbia. Then his example for the song Disturbia was Disturbia. And I was like, all right. (laughs) Sounds like a... How do I not know more Rihanna? Yeah, dude. I may know them. I just don't know them off the top of my head. I bet we know 10 to 20 Rihanna songs each. We just need them played for us. Yeah, you got to play them for me is the problem. I'm, I'm getting my phone. <laughs> now easy on playing the song. Gonna, I was about to say, don't play hit the play right button song. We do need that. We do not need that smoke. Dude, um, we're probably going to be hated on by so much of our uh, audience for not knowing Rihanna. I mean, two white guys are, who talk sports don't know Rihanna. I, who would have thought? thought? So this is Rihanna. Zach, is that anything else in the NFL? That's all I got. NFL wise, you got anything? No. No. All right. Uh, NBA. Let's talk it. All star selections. Like I'm the only girl in the world. Oh yeah, yeah. Okay, I know that <laughs> song. Like That's not a bad song. The monster. Okay, Imagine monster. That. Maybe. Oh my god. Maybe. The original Ponder replay. That's like when we were children. I don't know that one. Da, 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 da. I don't know. Ponder replay. That is the greatest rendition of poetry run play this, I've this ever heard. Jay-Z. Uh, oh, yeah, Run This Town Tonight. Okay. But that's a Jay-Z song hey, with Rihanna. Hey, that's not her song. Hey, man. Loyalty? Kendrick Lamar? I'm a rude boy. I'm gonna get it up. <laughs> Zach just is serenading me at this oh, point. Oh, dude, live your life, T.I., man. She's got some 
certified bangers. You know she's a billionaire? No, I did not. It's a B with a B. Live your life. Hey. <laughs> Get out of here. Stop. I'm done. Dude, I'm done. This, this We're done. playlist is All right, great. It's going to be, it's out, gonna be a great halftime show. Okay, I'm in on the halftime show. Zach's back in. I'm back in. Excited for the commercials? Ah, give me some I, good I don't commercials. Last commercials year anymore. sucks, so give me some good commercials this year, please. I actually pay and only watch YouTube and Netflix for the fact that there's no commercials. So you think I'm gonna get excited for? I that? mean, sometimes the Super I Bowl, hate spending money. Sometimes the Super Bowl will give you a good commercial. Doritos will give you a good one. I like the Budweiser but... one with the Clydesdale every year, just because I, I have a collection of like the big Budweiser Christmas mugs with the Clydesdales uh, on it. Nice. It's just a thing. I've always liked the Clydesdale. I like the Budweiser. My parents have over the bar we have at the house. We have a bar. But over the bar, we have... Not really. We have a, uh, like, old Budweiser. It's just, like, a circular little, like, decorative thing. Is it, like, a bar mirror? Yeah. No, it's not a bar mirror, but, like, it has, like, a hollowed-out section. And inside is, like, the Clydesdale, like, a little statue of the Clydesdale horses and, like... The Big Clydesdale people were put And, it like, it spins around. Like, it was this huge thing. Putting a picture up on the Instagram. Hey, man, Clydesdales are a big deal. Budweiser Clydesdale's a big deal. Anyway, Super Bowl commercial, Super Bowl coming February 12th. Watch it if you want. I don't care. Uh, Zach, NBA. The refs missed Big Call. Apparently. Yeah, egregious. Egregious. Gordon LeBron James reaction potentially death defying. Death de- dude. It was pretty it was pretty blatant. That ref is right there and Jason Tatum slapped the hell out of <laughs> Jason Tatum. LeBron is not gonna miss that layup. He literally his arm fell down and it bounced off backboard. So and it would have been a game winner for LeBron. It would have been a game winner and like it was obvious foul and like obviously they need they came out with their statement. We're sorry, we made a mistake. We hope to Patrick Beverly grabs a camera. Oh my god, that was what a move. He shows the ref the camera. He literally took the camera to the ref, said, Here is the evidence. And he would not put I'm like, just put the evidence into the locker. You got a technical foul too. They had technical for it. Pat Bev is on a string of like technical foul past like you mean four his games, whole career? basically. But anyways, well, yeah, that, ball, that was hilarious. Yeah, to me. I mean, back call, but they're back home. That's my thing. This is just like the Dude, Chiefs where, call shit. Robo refs. Can we just get out? Refs make bad calls like everywhere, I've, all I've, the time. I've, I've always had it in the back of my mind. Try to go referee school. Figure that Stop shit out. complaining about the refs, like Ohio State, bro. I still I saw something that Ryan Day is still going around trying to figure out how there was not a targeting call on Marvin Harrison. I would, I would Bro, not move on with your life. Right, I hate looking at Ryan Day. I hate it's just at ridiculous. Him. People can't accept a flag, a penalty. Get over yourselves. Yeah, I mean, it, I love the saying that if you if you're worried about the refs, like dictating the game you should have took care of your business a little yeah. bit i mean that's how i feel but uh there was this funny lamello ball thing he was begging for a technical foul and he was pleading with the ref he was like are you kidding me and then he was like he threw up the t by himself like he acted like he threw a technical and then he acted like he had a whistle and like blew it <laughs> in front of the ref he's like come on <laughs> blows the whistle he didn't get a technical though uh, dude See, this is the problem. There's not a standardized to it. You just throw a tech on people when you're annoyed with them. If I was a basketball ref, you look at me the wrong way. Oh, my God. You better respect. So would you do like a a full team? No, I'm I'm two finger, two finger. I'm I'm an individual. One finger. Daniel's just subtly popping you. Get out of my face. They're like, whoa, did he get a technical? And then, oh, yeah. See, and you do it quick, because then if they give you a little lip, you can hit them with an immediate second tackle. You're out of here. I'm not even listening. If you give me a lip on your first tech, you're getting an immediate second tech. Don't even. Don't even try. But isn't that, isn't that lip still part of the first technical? No, 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 no. You, you got warned. I teed you up, sir. You've been told to calm down, and you're going to lip me after? Oh after I said calm down? Oh, my God. Tee up again. 
Tee him up. You're out of here. <laughs> You're out of here. If, you, if, you, if I was a ref, there would be four players left so to play a basketball a, game. So would you be a subtle blocking call guy? Or oh, no, you, we're dramatic. We're dramatic. Yeah, dramatic. I'm like power sliding into it. Chest. Oh, bro. Charge. You go behind the head. Ah! Get out of here. If you're an umpire in baseball, you better be sending them to sending them back to the bench with aggression. Well, I, I used to talk about this with uh, at work all the time. This used to be a big discussion. So strike one. If you're an mm-hmm. umpire, it's it's a uh, it's just, it's just it you, you can almost get it. You can almost get away with not even saying. You just point for strike one. Strike two, same thing. Same exact thing. Strike one. You just go yep. You can say yep. You can say strike. Get whatever you like. Whatever. Yeah, but fancy strike is. three is. Oh my God! Throw an arm up. Throw an arm up. Cancel the action. So you're a. It's literally there's a lot of arm movement on strike three. I mean, the ferocity that you came out to, like that was a professional strike. I'm not kidding. I practiced. I mean, that's breaking across. I mean, that strike is hitting at least the second concourse of the stadium. Like whispering. Like that, like that is gonna, and that's the thing is your strike. If you, if it ain't loud enough, the crowd don't know. You gotta let the crowd know. But this is what happens: ball, ball. Oh, <laughs> balls are unimpressive. I'm not fun. Ball. We're not here for it. Ball. I like the I like the umpires. They don't even call balls. They just like stand up. Like that shit wasn't a shirt. I mean, stop. They it. just back away from the plate. They're like that one. That one. I mean, it might as well be a chicken pocket. Ball. And then they just get back in the position. <laughs> Straddle back down. <laughs> That's terrifying, Zach. That's impressive dude, as hell. Dude. If there were robo robo umps, I might have a future in this thing, but I don't think anyone has a future in being a baseball No, player. nobody has a future. That's in a dying business if I ever seen one. Refing seems like we're we're gonna have to figure something out. I feel like refs are just gonna be tired of it. I can't wait done. to see just robot sports. Oh. That's like like Real Steel, the movie. Have you seen it? I have not. <laughs> Little Hugh Jackman? I didn't know that. Is it Hugh Jackman? It may be Hugh Jackman. It may not. I can't I was remember. looking at... But so, it's basically Rock'em Sock'em Robots. And they talk about like they had to get <laughs> more my, carnage. My, my last sidetrack. Now, you, you ever been to Comic-Con? I have been to many a Comic-Con in Greenville. Whoa, I'm going this year. What? Let's go. April That's 15th, awesome. 16th. Heck yeah. I see Comic-Con. The reason I thought it was because of Wolverine. I was looking up cosplays. I would be a pretty cool saber tooth. You're brother, a solid. If my brother did Wolverine and I did saber tooth, that'd be a pretty. No, you, you, I remember you did the Wolverine in high school and you were solid as hell. Yeah, but Wolverine. my brother's already the natural black hair and saber tooth's a little bit bigger than Wolverine. So if I saber tooth's solid too, I love saber tooth. And he's like a redheaded Wolverine, yeah. so it'd be fire. Be fire. It'd be I cool. did dye my hair. I do not cool. dress up. I don't do the Comic Con dress up, but will you do it this year? Perhaps. I mean, if you, you should just be Gambit. Just throw cards at people all the time. Please stop doing that, sir. No. <laughs> it's my bit. <laughs> um, I will not. Anyways, USL League One. We're getting not. back to the season. I need it. All right. Two months out from the season, you get season tickets. I have not yet, but. They're about two months. It's going to be two. It's two I was waiting on a stadium, Dan. <sighs> Playing in Furman. So that, we do have a stadium, but, you know, it's not the greatest situation. But. I'm going to be purchasing my season tickets. Training Greenville Triumph. We're coming back. Season ticket price went up a little bit. I that, think it says 208. That's wild. I was going to ask you. Did they go up? Yeah, it went up. It's like 208. Um, Dang. They went up know, like 50 bucks. No, they were like from the first year. Okay. Last year, they were like 170, 180. Okay. Not so. Much. Um, little jump, but nothing crazy. I actually you don't even did, know where you're sitting, they, do you? The, the, I don't know what we got as far as that. Well, I, I'm, that may be figured out when I purchase my ticket. I don't know we'll if there's see. alcohol either. We'll figure out that out too. I don't know that as well. Um, but I did see Twitter uh, put a, on Twitter, USL League put out a tweet that was basically the season ticket prices across the league. Greenville Triumph, like fourth lowest. Knoxville, uh, the one of the new teams to the league was the second highest. They were like two, like three, I think three twenty, three thirty. It's in a, it's in a capital city. And like, yeah, they're they're you a big squad. Look at, you just gotta look at where these teams are. Like Madison's probably getting more expensive. I don't know. Madison is the most expensive. They were like three fifty. I'm very glad I said that. You nailed that. <laughs> I'm pretty sure Madison was the most expensive, and then like Union was pretty high, but uh. Yeah, Triumph like middle of the road right now. I mean, dude, but 
I, prices are going up for everybody. Inflation is a real thing, but we are still in one of the cheapest places in the country. Yeah. The, I mean, the city itself is getting expensive, but yeah. Well, in two hundred eight, outskirts of Greenville, there's still signs of yesteryear. Two hundred eight, really not a bad price for season tickets, not... especially to we're getting additional home games. You get one additional home game so, ticket. So two hundred eight for season tickets to Greenville Triumph. There are tickets going for ninety two thousand dollars. For a L.A. Lakers Oklahoma City Thunder game, why? I don't. Somebody know. pays it. Some guys, we gotta stop paying for these tickets. They'll Jack Nicholson down. don't need to be at that one that bad. Uh, apparently he does. It's He's a Thunder season ticket. Game. Thunder I season. Mean, uh, I mean, uh, Lakers season game. Dude, Lakers also not the most impressive team right now, but. Well, uh, he's going to pass the record in like the next game or so. But yeah, USL League One, we're getting right back into the season now. I'm really excited. Uh, the Triumph have made a lot of moves since last time we were we talked about it. Uh, they did release Don. Don did not re-sign, so Don Smart moves on to Lexington. Um, so we will get to see Don. Uh, we'll play. They we play Lexington. Uh, I think at Lexington or. I think he's at Lexington in April. So we'll get to see Don uh, then. But uh, we get we did sign Noah Pilato back. That's another midfielder. So that sort of supplements the fact that we got rid of Don uh, in the midfield. We get uh, signed Devin Bryce. He was in Omaha uh, two years ago and last season spent it with Memphis uh, 901 FC. With Omaha, I think he had about like 14 assists. A uh, couple goals, something like that. He had a really good career uh, season with Omaha two years ago when they won the state, uh, championship. Um, so Devin Bryce bolstering the center, the midfield there. And then we also added in the back line Daniel Wu out of Georgetown center back, which is really solid. I think getting additional center back back there is going to help us. Uh, last year definitely struggled when we were out with uh, – when we, like Fricky went out or Evan went out. We really didn't have enough depth. Uh, to really supplement the back line because uh, you can move center backs out. That's fine. Center backs moving out to the you know, right back, left back. They definitely, it's a little smoother transition, I feel like, for them going out wide versus pulling the wide player in. The center backs typically need a little bit bigger. Daniel Wu, a little bit of a bigger guy. He seems, uh, I was watching some of the film uh he seems like he's going to be a good addition to the team. I feel like he brings a lot of size as far as like for I'm not competing about in defense. the box. Oh, I'm defense definitely not. Put the bread in the daggum goal. Hey, man, I think, and yet again, we are bringing back uh, Jacob. Uh, Jacob scored, what, uh, 12 goals in like seven, eight games or something? It was ridiculous, and half of them were on the road, like, the guy can score goals, and like he had a lack. I feel like back half of last season he struggled a little bit with scoring, but like the team in general is struggling back half the season, and that was his first season as a uh, professional player. So like it was like you know a bit of a longer season I assume than he's used to playing. So perhaps he just didn't have the full legs for it. But uh, I think Jacob's gonna have a great season. I really have a lot of faith in Jacob this year. And we re-signed Allen, which gives him a nice, uh, you know, wing player that's going to be able to feed him the ball a lot. Allen, at the beginning of the season last season, was definitely like a standout player as far as like he was able to push the ball for, down for us. He was able to sort of get good passes in that Jacob got on the end of a lot. Um, so I think Allen and Jacob as a little one-two punch up top is going to be really nice for the triumph. Outside of that, uh, Lexington, they, like I said, signed Don Smart. They also did get approved to build a stadium, uh, so that's pretty exciting for them. Uh, and, you know, I, it's always good for the league in general that the, any of the teams are getting stadiums and stuff like that. I did see Union is uh, putting in a request for, I think it's like a 10,000-seat stadium right now. I think it's like $100,000 or $100 million uh like you know construction it would be but like that's a pretty bold uh ask i feel like of union but at the same time union out there in omaha you ain't got a lot to do so like they're they're a pretty big deal uh, omaha is omaha. union is so but uh, they also said the union signed connor doyle that was their captain last year um connor doyle is 
he is always a bane of our existence. That man comes, for uh, some reason, just goes off against Greenville all the time. I'm pretty sure past like two games, three games against us, he scored probably like four or five goals. It's ridiculous. So Connor Doyle back with the Union as the captain. And they did hire uh, Dominic Cassiato as the manager. He was tw- He's been 12 years of coaching. Past two years was an assistant uh, El pa- uh, on El Paso uh, championship team. Union had a bit of an off season last season, I feel like. You know, they did get into the playoffs, but definitely they were not as dominant as they were two years ago when they won the league. So uh, I think that was a bit of a move to see if they – just see if they could get a change up. But, yeah, USL League One, we're getting right back into it. I'm really excited, man. I'm hoping this season's going to go well. Hopefully that even though we're playing out in Furman, I'm hoping that the attendance doesn't really have any dip as far as the triumphs, attendance, numbers, and hopefully we get beer sales. Might go up. We'll see. I wonder if all the college kids will show up. That's what I was saying to Andy is like, or somebody I said it to, but like it may help by being on a college campus, like random Saturday night, they, you know, go to the soccer game. Like triumph is a good little thing to do. If there's so, yeah. So we'll see, man. I don't know. Well, I am excited. USL league one. We're getting back to that. Zach, we didn't even use the opener topics I listed. Well, they're the closer topics. They're the closer topics now. It's perfect. So I wanted to ask you, Zach. I saw you mentioned to me last week, I think you talked about. We were talking about Netflix shows. We were looking at Netflix shows two weeks ago. And you said that that 90s show just dropped. Mm -hmm. And I was like, oh, yeah. I I didn't realize what you had said initially, but uh, that 90s show is just a... Yeah, a sequel show, I guess you could say, to that 80s show. Have you watched that 70s it? Show. I've not watched an episode. So I'm not very interested in terms of just reminiscing on that 70s show, but what did just spark my interest was, I wonder if it reminds me of like what my house felt like back in the 90s. I mean, I was five years old. I don't remember that much. Yeah. But I want to see if it feels like I'm at my house before like we did the renovations in the mid-2000s and stuff like that, because... That old you know, like, you know, like feel. movies from like the eighties or seventies. There's like that yellow tint on the screen, and you just just a weird vibe, like a filter. Mm-hmm. The nineties, I'm not saying it has that, but I'm I I remember the nineties, and it's not like what today is. I so. feel you. I feel you know. It was definitely. It's just like the more rustic. Like that was back. Nineties was a lot like, of wood panels. You would walk in, and wood paneling was in. Wood paneling was everywhere. Like it was simplicity. Of like things, and then like there was a in my house, lots of knickknacks, and like I sort of noticed it around my apartment is like we do some knickknack stuff. I hang things on the wall. I'm very like moving and settle myself and make it feel like the homey feel. But uh, you know that modern open concept. Oh uh, yeah, look, listen, give me a. I want as many walls as possible. Dude, you box like, me you in. like my house. It's nothing but walls. Box me in, baby. <laughs> Walls and doors. Walls and doors. But yeah, I wanted to. I saw that. And then I also saw that they're making. I think it's on Hulu. I don't know exactly which uh, streaming service is doing it, but somebody is releasing How I Met Your Father, which is clearly just the spinoff of How I Met Your Mother, which I don't. That was my first show I ever binged. Like. Uh, we've talked about this on this podcast we had to i hate that show i absolutely hate that show we definitely talk i've said it on this i I, I watched the whole thing i watched the entire show and i hate it the worst ending to a show ever i mean it did run in circles a little bit but the (laughs) the spoiler alert man barney was great barney was great but jesus was the ending to the playbook um, but yeah, so well, I was, was Ted I'm, Mosby sex architect. Wasn't that a big part of it? <laughs> I watched a lot of How I Met Your Mother. Lots of How I Met Your Mother. None of How I Met Your Mother. None of that. And I'm not going to. I didn't watch Fuller House. I wanted, either. and see, I didn't watch Fuller House. So, like, that's, I want to ask you is there a show out there that they could do a reboot style of? That you would actually be intrigued in watching, like interested by, because like all three of these we just listed, I'm like sound horrible. That hasn't been rebooted already. Is the 
second part of that question. See, and like my our parents, the Hawaii Five O was rebooted. Uh, Magnum PI is coming out. They just did the Quantum Leap new show. Like mm-hmm. reboots are always happening. What was the show I really liked? I mean, if I'm digging deep, like I just I, the first thing that came to mind animated was like Gargoyles. I used to love that. Oh, Gargoyles was good. Disney a, Plus, if you want to watch, gave it. me a new uh, version of that. But I'm trying to think of like sitcoms. I love George Lopez, but you can't really do that. I don't know. Uh, I don't see. I can't. I couldn't come up with one off the top of my head. But one I did think about was like doing a like pimp my ride again. Mm-hmm. But perhaps you're like pimping out like I don't know. See, I don't know. It's so did you ever out. see the the country music television version of Pimp My Ride? No, I did not. Trick see, my truck. You trick my truck. So there you go. Trick my truck is the exact same. So Zach does have one he likes. Dude, so I he quote, love I trick, my trick. trick my truck all the time. So uh, <laughs> they uh. <laughs> they would do the same things Pin My Ride. Same with, thing. But the demo, the demo guy that would take the truck apart, real truck stop looking guy. <laughs> Classic. <laughs> but he had his catchphrase. He'd say, it's like it's time to uh, start. He's like, let's tear down. And so anytime <laughs> I'm taking something apart, I scream, let's tear down. <laughs> All right. See, this is what I want. This is why we probe and ask the questions, because we get the deep stuff out let's of Let's tear down. Let's tear down out of. There's probably a great compilation video on you. Trick my truck, dude. That's yeah, so they would, funny. They would, uh, oh, they're 18 wheelers. Holy would, crap. This is like next a, level. They would take like a trucker who's like truck, having truck problems, has like sad family story, and then they would trick out. They would build like aquariums in the back, brother. They're like, tell us three things you like. Um, corn dogs, my, my goldfish, and, <laughs> Go my goldfish. and the Chicago Bears. So you would get a blue Chicago Bears car with flames with an aquarium beside your bed and a corn dog machine. <laughs> and a corn dog machine. I mean, that's how Pin My Ride that's works. That's cool. It's literally Pin My, my Ride. like, I like juice. We put a juicer in your van. <laughs> you have no trunk space, but you have a juicer. And we do have a Topsy Turvy tomato grower. <laughs> You have to water your tomatoes. Producer, your producer Chris just showed me a note. He said all the cars just never worked after oh, no, the Pimp My Ride. They were completely broken. And, but then Pimp My Ride also, so West Coast Customs, who did Pimp My Ride originally, it switched over to Gas, which was a different garage. I know a lot about Pimp My Ride. <laughs> uh, but uh, West Coast dive. Custom has their own show on uh, Netflix, and they do projects for like Shaq and other celebrities oh, and okay. stuff. So, I mean... The the show itself was kind of a scam, but West Coast Customs they do do something. They are a legitimate organization. Yes, but uh, the show itself, X to the Z exhibit. Dude. That's my dude. <laughs> my ride. Damn right.